Mistakes happen. If you don't make mistakes, you're not trying hard enough. So be aware that they are going to happen. And it's a great thing. So long as we tap, we fail fast, we fail forward, we tap and evolve. You're listening to the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast with professional speaker, coach, and consultant, Nicole Greer. Welcome, everybody, to the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast. My name is Nicole Greer, and they call me the Vibrant Coach, and I want to help you build a vibrant culture. And today on the show, I've got a fantastic Aussie on the line. His name is David Lindsay. He is a highly sought-after coach, trainer, and athlete who's developed a unique approach to improving vitality in the workplace. How many of y'all would like to feel better at work? Say, that's me. And so David has five steps to improving vitality. David empowers teams to boost morale, productivity, are you listening, CEOs, and profitability. His keynote speeches are packed with tools, systems, and strategies that help organizations overcome workplace stress and burnout while promoting employee wellness and support. Please welcome to the show, Mr. David Lindsay. Hey, thank you very much for that, Nicole. I'm super pumped up and excited to be sharing these messages with you with the listeners, and hopefully give them some tools they can implement to raise their vitality to just really get everything moving in the right direction. So I'm pumped up and excited. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So David, one of the things I'm doing is, you know, leadership is so huge. I'm collecting definitions of leadership. What's your what's your viewpoint? What do you think about leadership? And as you know, it's well and truly transformed over the last 20 years. If you're the same leader that you were 20 years ago, it just doesn't work these days. So I like to look at it more as a sports team. I like to look at it more as you're a coach, not so much standing from behind being a dictator. With a coach, that means you're accessible to your coach, to your players. You give feedback. Because as a footballer, as a fighter, as an athlete, you know, we need our coaches. We need our coaches' guidance. That doesn't mean to be all fluffy and hey, just being a cheerleader. That's completely different giving people constructive feedback on how they can play their position exceptionally well. And that sometimes does mean having the hard conversations, but it's about getting everyone on the same page and getting them leading towards the same end result. I agree, right? Like, let's get everybody on the same page. And, you know, there's a little recipe that I learned from the Center for Creative Leadership. Uh, Listeners, if you haven't been out to ccl.org, go out there but they have a little article about direction, alignment, and commitment. And I think you nailed it. That's what you just said, David. We got to all be on the same page, go in the same direction, get everybody in alignment. It's not necessarily about telling people what to do, but sharing with them where you want to go, everybody getting on the same page, and then getting some commitment from folks. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we would love to hear about the five steps to improve vitality. And so I would love for us to go through the five steps so that people can just take notes. Everybody got their pen and pencil ready. David's going to lay down the first step to vitality. Yeah. So the first step is the most important one because it gets everything going and it gets everything moving. And that is creating routines and rituals to snap into action. So at the moment, it's quarter past two here in the morning in Sydney, Australia. But imagine if I was to turn up and just go, oh, you know, clock in, clock out and not have that energy. Not only would the people then phase out kind of quick, but my attitude is catchy. So we all have mobile phones accessible 24-7-365. So why not utilize those tools? And a simple one is utilizing music. Like I, I had music going on just before. I have my headphones on 
I have it pumped up and I get it moving. So I use music and I use a power of posture. When I do all of these podcasts, I always do them standing because I'm, I'm quite animated with what I do and the energy comes through my body. I find, you know, when you sit slumpy, you feel slumpy. When you feel slumpy, you perform slumpy. So get up, <laughs> get moving, use the power of posture. And also when you, you can do it seated, but you want to sit tall with it. That also enables you to breathe properly. Because, you know, so many of us, we take these short, stressful breaths, really, and they wonder why we're constantly in a state of stress. So stand tall, use the power of music, and do the same thing each and every day to prime your mind and prime your body to snap into action. Yeah, the second love step, that. Oh, thank you. And it works, and it's so effective, and that's something where people can use it straight away. So when you're going on, go on a lunch break, put headphones on, walk with power, passion, and purpose. And that leads straight into the second step, which is napping for peak performance. And that can be a physical nap. Like I, I like to put my headphones on and do a guided meditation during my lunch for 23, 24 minutes. That enables my mind to settle down. And as I said just before, getting outside, having a lunch break, going out, getting some fresh air. Stepping away from the computer because that enables your body and mind to relax and really shut out all of that noise. Because so often, you know, as CEOs, as CEOs, any high-level position, you've got a thousand things going on at once. But when you have a thousand things going on at once, you're not doing one thing a hundred percent. So being able to settle down and be in the moment. And I talk about the Pomodoro technique where it's been scientifically proven to help you retain more information and be more productive. And what that is, setting a timer. And it's just it starts off with 15, 20 minutes. But during that time, you're single focus. One thing, no emails, no phone calls, no distractions, and you do this where possible. You work for 20, 25 minutes, then you get up and you move. You catch up with the people. You give them the phone calls. You stay hydrated. Because that's something, especially in Western society, that we're chronically dehydrated. And simply doing things like that will help you elevate your energy, will help you elevate your mind and allow you to be in the moment and you'll see productivity skyrocket. You know, uh, I love how you're talking about how you have to slow down. And I didn't want everybody to miss what he said at the beginning of this, because David is a high energy dude, okay? And he is laying down some major <laughs> stuff right here really quickly. And so uh, he said, you need to nap for peak yeah. performance. So I just want to tell y'all that that he just gave you permission to take a nap. So I didn't want anybody to miss yeah. that because that is absolutely huge. And I just want to share, I have a client, uh, his name is Bill, and he takes a 20-minute nap every afternoon. And uh, mm. he said, if I don't do that, I can't even think in my four o'clock meeting. He's like, I've got yeah. to reset uh, after he's been mm. a, you know, a very, very high-powered vice president type person. And if he doesn't stop, and take a break and reset, like you're saying, it's really important. And it's all physiological. Mm. It's not just a good idea, right? It, it actually no. helps your body. A hundred percent. And there's research that backs it up time and time and time again. Like yeah. where people think, I'm so busy, I'm going to work my way through lunch. There's research that shows you're so much more productive if you have that time to get away to, like I, I have physical naps. Like I said, I put guided meditation on to really calm everything down and allow yourself to reset. And like I said, it's quarter past two here in the morning. I'll still be going at six o'clock tonight. 
but I'm not going to be at six o'clock like this. I'm going to be at six o'clock like this, exactly how I am now, which is that high energy because I like to bring it because it's catchy. You constantly bring that positive energy. People around start going, man, what's Nicole on? I want to be what she's on. <laughs> what, what's David on? I want to be on that. And that's right, we're, we're on napping. Stuff. That's what we're on. <laughs> that's right. Napping for peak performance. That's what it's about. It's so that you don't hit that 4 p.m. slump, that you keep going all the way through. And it's about scheduling it. It's not something that you throw in willy-nilly. It's all structured and it's all done for a purpose. But yeah, yeah. once you've had that nap, you can't come back sluggish. You must snap back into action. So you do that by getting your body moving, by doing something aggressive. As they say, emotion is led by motion. So I like to use that. I use All Blacks, like, which is the New Zealand rugby union team, and talk about the haka. So I just move my body. I slap my thighs and let it ah, get things going. That's just something that I do. It doesn't necessarily work for everyone, but it works for me. And then the third step is tapping. So with tapping, many people think of tapping as giving up and failing. I don't see it as a failure. You tap, you fail fast, you fail forward. You tap and evolve. When you said tapping, I was thinking about how people actually tap on their foreheads. They tap on their chests. Uh, there's a whole uh, science to tapping out there. That's Is that no. what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about... Okay. Like, because I know exactly what it is. It's the NLP yeah. Um, right. triggers. Yeah, this is from fighting. Like oh. when I'm fighting, I, I can go in an armbar and I can fight it. But then once it gets to a certain point, I'm either going to break my arm or dislocate my elbow or I tap and they let it go. So when you tap, oh. people think of it as failing and quitting. It's not quitting because what I do is I go back to my coach and I find out how I got caught in that armbar. How can I prevent it? And then day by day, you're constantly evolving. So why aren't our businesses the same? If I'm the same speaker in six months' time as I am today, that's a waste of six months. And Nicole, I'm sorry, next week, I'm going to be a better podcast guest than I am today because I'm constantly <laughs> tapping and evolving. I'm seeing what works, what doesn't work. Like you said, I, I am high energy. And sometimes what I have to really do is slow down. And that's, that, right. that's what it's all about. So, yeah, just yeah. constantly learning. Mistakes happen. If you don't make mistakes, you're not trying hard enough. So be aware that they are going to happen, and it's a great thing. As long as we tap, we fail fast, we fail forward, we tap and evolve. So that's the importance of that. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, so uh, tapping is this idea of really stopping to reflect. And uh, that's mm. also been proven in research that one of the number one skills and habits that you can put in place for a leader is to stop and reflect. So I adore that. Okay. So it's not letting go. It's not quitting. It's just calming down and uh, taking assessment of what's actually going on. All right. So step yep. one is, you know, get up, snap into action, use the phones, that the stuff that's on your phone, get some apps in place, listen to music, stand up. And I did want to say something about that. So keep up with us listeners. I want to go back to the first one. Um, so one of the things that I've done is I have bought a sunny S-U-N-N-Y treadmill, put it underneath my desk, got the stand up desk thing. And so I'm standing up during our podcast as well. And I stand up a lot during conference calls. So I just mm. wanted to reinforce what you said that standing is huge. Um, one mm. time I heard David that um, 
uh, sitting is the new smoking. Yes, I've heard that. As <laughs> Have well. you heard that? 100%. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to reinforce what he said about, and then step two was uh, napping. Don't miss that. Everybody write that down. You get to take a nap today. And then mm-hmm. the third one is tapping. All right. So lead us into number four. What is the fourth uh, strategy or step to improve vitality? Yeah, it's, it's clapping. It's celebrating. Because what in sports, you know, the champion team will be the team of champions. Because And the workforce is very much like a sports team. And I use that analogy because everyone can understand it, whether you're an armchair athlete or a real athlete. We all know what it's about. So it's creating that family unit. We spend so much time at work, but yet there's people that turn up and they go, I don't want to work with such and such. I don't want to work with this person. And they're just dragging their feet. Whereas if you're in the environment where you're part of a team, you want to be there and celebrating each other really brings people together. And also from top down, when management go, man, I love what Nicole's doing. I love what this person's doing. I love what that team's doing. What it does is it, elevates that team and they feel good public public recognition goes such a long way yet we don't use it often enough in sports we do it all the time at training in the game we celebrate we're constantly high-fiving but you know going good work excellent effort and it's not just with the good things like in rugby league that's what i used to play i played for lower grades at south sydney if i drop the ball and hand the ball over my mates don't come in and lay the boot in now, they still pick me up. They dust me off. They still go, don't worry about it, David. Let's race together as a team for one set. Let's race together and make up for it together because we score as a team and we win as a team, but we do also lose as a team. So it's about building everyone together for that one end goal. So it's constantly striving yeah, and making a place of work where you want to come in, where you're excited to turn up and excited to, to be part of it. Mm, that's fantastic. And David, you have to forgive me, but I just figured out what you're doing here. So snapping is the first thing. Napping is the second thing. Tapping is the third thing. Clapping is the fourth thing. Don't miss that, everybody. I Maybe you were there, uh, listeners. I'm sorry. All right. So I love this. Okay. So clapping. And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more about celebrating because when you celebrate, it's another way of saying practicing gratitude. And, you know, I don't think yes. people often see that together. And hey, listeners, by the way, uh, this is being recorded on my birthday. And so uh, I'm all about the celebrating, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm expecting major presents. I'm just kidding. I'm too old to get a lot of presents. But if you want to send me a present, tech, you know, go to my website. I'll send you my address. But anyway, you know, but here's the thing. Here's the thing is that, you know, when we celebrate something, we are grateful for it. Like we're grateful we graduated from school. We're grateful we did well in our report card. We're grateful we did well at work. And so it's just grateful that we got to have this experience. So definitely celebrating is huge. I adore that. Okay. All right. And so lay it on me. What's number five? Oh, don't miss yeah. this. Everybody. Just, oh, no, it's going, going through the five steps. Yeah, just sorry. before we jump across the bat, Nicole, happy birthday all the way from Sydney, <laughs> Australia. So there we go. So you're getting presents from all around the world. That's right. There oh, my go. gosh. 57 and going strong. No sign of stopping. Yeah. That's what's happening over here. Okay, very yeah. good. All right. So lay it on me. We're talking about, everybody, the five steps to improving vitality. We've had 
Snapping, napping. That's my favorite so far. Tapping, clapping. And what's the fifth one? Is recap, which is all about continuous, never-ending improvement. Yeah, recapping. So you see it all the time in sports after every fight. Like when I was coaching, I can sit down on the sideline, take down what works, what doesn't work. I then watch it a second time with all the different coaches because we see things slightly differently. We compile those notes, then we watch it a third time, this time with the players. And what that does, that opens lines of communications, not just top to bottom, but more importantly, bottom to top. That's where the players get their say. So as a coach, I want problems. I need problems, but we also need solutions to go along with that. And as I said before, if I'm the same person in six months as I am today, that's a waste of six months. If my speaking is the same in six months, that's a waste of six months. My business, if that's the same, that's a waste of six months because it's all about this recap. HAP is a small version. Recap is a big version of that. So it's constantly working to get that 1% better each and every day. And how we do that is, yes, we celebrate what works, but then we find out what doesn't work and we find out from the ground up and then we work on solutions to that. So that's a fifth step is recap, all about continuous, never-ending improvement in every element of life. Mm, that's fantastic. So again, everybody, it's snapping, it's napping, it's tapping, it's clapping, and it's recapping. So those are the five steps to improve vitality. Like in your own life, these are totally applicable to one person. And then, of course, applicable mm. to a team, to an organization. Yeah. So uh, totally able to use this in all the different places. Now, yeah. one of the things that I think is so great about you is that you have some um, passion around stress management. And uh, some people are listening to this and, and they are thinking, what is David on? Well, I'm just going <laughs> to tell you, he's 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 not drugged right now um, because we did a blood test prior to the show. I'm just kidding. We didn't do that. But what what I would like to know is, would, would you be able to download, uh, other than these five steps, maybe some things that you've done to help people uh, reduce their stress? Mm. Yeah, because you, you'll see in the background, I have some boxing gloves. So I, I believe in getting your stress out however you can. For me, that was training. And when I train, I train with power, I train with passion, and I train with purpose. That's lifting weights. That's doing aerobic stuff. That's fighting. That's getting your frustrations out in that environment. And so it's about having that outlet. In my um, talk, I talk about using things such as fighting, like sparring with people, rock climbing, surfing, and extreme sports, where they're essential to be able to get out of the stress that you're in, to be able to let go of it physically, mentally, and emotionally. So, And that's what I tell people as well is, yes, it's essential to be able to have that thing outside of the work environment. So many people, they're in this little bubble and they never escape it. And that's why they stress out. That's why they burn out. And they see themselves get lower and lower and lower until eventually they flatline. So it's getting out and yeah, moving with power, passion and purpose and really letting go of the stress. Yeah, yeah, I love what you're saying. So power, passion, and purpose, that's probably the fourth time you've said that. So I want to dig into that for just mm. a second. But I do want to say, if you're sitting here listening and you're like me, you're turning 57 today, you're like, uh, <laughs> rock climbing, extreme sports. I'm not sure about that. But mm. let me tell you a little something I'm doing. I am actually getting certified to be a yoga instructor. Now, I want to tell you, you can have the right. same 
passion, uh, let's say, hold on, power, passion, and purpose, and like be all Zen, right? So uh, yeah. I have been going to yoga like a mad person, and I absolutely adore it. But it's it it is a different kind of um, stress reliever, right? So Thanks. I'm not climbing a huge mountain or boxing, although I'm all about those things if you can do them. But I think there's all sorts of things that you could do. You could just, you know, yeah. take line dancing for goodness sakes. So yeah, uh, definitely using your body, right? That's fantastic. Okay. So let's talk about your three P's that you keep talking about. So people are like power, passion, purpose. Oh my gosh. All right. So when you're talking about power, I do it with power. Um, how do I get that power? How do I tap into that? Where do I find it? Where is it? Yeah. And that that's a great question because with that, it's when you, and it, all of them really, they come together because when you really feel passionate about something, that's where your whole body gets involved in it. And same with, with yoga, where it's that combination of that mind, body, and spirit. And mm -hmm. that's what you want to do. You want to really unify all of them together because when you, you have the passion and purpose as well, that brings the power. So it's finding those things. It's not just uh, turning up, clock in, clock off. No, that, that's not what we're about. When you raise your vitality, everything goes along with it. And that includes, like, like I said, the power, passion, and purpose. And yeah, it starts from, like you said, that you're, you're standing there for, for the podcast, for meetings, for whatever you get up and you just move, dance, put your headphones on. As they say, dance like no one's watching because at the end of the day, no one really cares if you're dancing, but what does happen is you get that energy along with it. You move around, you get the body moving because, like you said, sitting is the new smoking. We're so sedentary. We don't move our bodies enough. So being able to move through space, having that awareness of where yourself is, that's a great way to find that power. And along with that comes a passion and the purpose. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, I think that uh, in my work, David, I, I totally agree with you about power. And, uh, you know, many people say, I'm, I'm tired. Okay. So don't miss this. David just gave you permission to take a nap. So everybody mm. lay me down, take a nap. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because everybody's tired. But, you know, I've shared on the podcast before, but I'll share it again. There are six energies that I see inside of my coaching clients. And one is intellectual energy, you know, like I don't know what I need to know, but I'm not taking the time to figure out what I need to know, right? Um, yeah. Then there's emotional energy. And you said that, you know, uh, that emotional energy, like how I feel about things. And that's why he's telling you to snap into action. Because once mm. you get moving, your whole emotional energy goes up. You go from yeah. maybe sad, depressed, frustrated, you start moving towards a solution like he talked about, like, give me a problem, but we got to have a solution. Then yeah. you start moving up. Then you've got mm. your physical energy. You've got your social energy. And then you've got your financial energy. So all of that is power. And then I think passion and purpose is like, I have like a calling on my life. So yeah. Uh, yeah. one thing you shared with me that we didn't capture on this podcast is um, that you listen to this, everybody. You're listening to David. Doesn't he sound like he was an arm wrestling athlete? <laughs> I mean, did you know this was a thing? I mean, like people travel around the world arm wrestling. It's like on ESPN. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> yes, yeah, certainly. And it's a sport that I just, I fell into. And it, it was funny how that all went about. But at, like with that, like with football, with arm wrestling, with fighting, those things, those are sports that you can't just dip your toe in. Same as with business, you can't just dip your toe in. What you have to do, you have to jump 
all the way in. And yeah, I, I did arm wrestling and I really enjoyed it. And I was on my way to the States to go in some professional arm wrestling tournaments. So traveling all the way from Australia because I did really, really well. But what happened was I went uh, to Corfu, a little island in Greece. And I was there, I was showing off some arm wrestling and I got a bloke down and they wouldn't give it to me. So I turned my body and I broke my, snapped my humerus. So the humerus this is a big deal yeah. snapped it did yeah. you hear that that's not the that's not the um the snapping that's you're talking about snap. <laughs> no. not by any means so, yeah. yeah yeah and with with that so that stopped my the rest of the round the world holiday because i was there with my girlfriend she was my girlfriend at the time she stuck with me and she's now my wife and we have a lovely little daughter as well Aww. so i'm glad that yeah, that she didn't leave me and go, you're an idiot. Who goes and breaks their arm while they're on an island on a round-the-world trip? So we had to come back to Australia. I got a plate put in my arm. And oh, what happened with that is uh, it happens. It gives me points to learn from. Like with rugby league, I had to stop playing that early because I had two knee reconstructions. Arm wrestling, I just stopped that early because I broke my arm. And my arm actually became paralyzed for four months because I hit mm -hmm. the nerve in there. And with that, that forced me to tack and it forced me to recap on my life as well. So little things like that, obstacles along the way force you to take that step back and they force you to reassess your life. What's working, what isn't working. Take what works, discard what doesn't. And all of these little incidences along the way have changed the trajectory of my life, which ultimately got me to fighting which got me to my wrestling coach, which got me into speaking, which got me to where I am now. So when you're in the moment, you can't see the end because the tunnel is so long. But then, like Steve Jobs says, you can't connect the dots looking forward, but looking backwards, it's abundantly clear. So every obstacle that I've had to overcome, there's been a reason for it. And it's also taught me the resilience, the strength that I have, and all these other skills that were just really pushed to the bottom while I was playing football, while I was arm wrestling, while I was cage fighting. But every tool along the way has been added to the tool belt. That's fantastic. Yeah. And and I would say that those are skills, but also I would add, if I dare add, that they are also like, now they're like, uh, like that steel plate in his arm, it, you know, that resilience, it's in David. It's mm. not like something he pulls yeah. out and uses. I mean, he can. But it's like, it's in there. It's part of the deal yeah. now. If he, you want to raise your arm, there's a plate in there. It, but if, if if David wants to take on the day, he's using his resilience. So you know on the show, everybody, that I always talk about how important it is to look at the quality of your character uh, and that integrity is utmost importance. And don't miss it. He's just rattling off all of these character traits he's developed over the years and that those are the things that he's really mm. put into work in the world, right? So, you know, his arm's going to mm. wear out. He's not 57 yet. Hello. But, you know, he, someday you will be. Sorry to break the news. Yes. But, um, uh, but you know, he's saying, you know, those are the things you want to do. You want to build that character, which is the I mm. in, my, in my shine coaching methodology. I love that. All right. So we are almost at the top of the hour and you have laid down five beautiful uh, steps to improve vitality, shared with us tips on stress management. And everybody's like, wait, 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 don't hang, don't stop. Uh, so I bet you, I bet you, 
you have one more fantastic like strategy system, something smart you want to tell us and put this last little nugget in our pockets and take it with us. What would you like to share with the listeners that would be like, here's what, here's the bottom line, folks. Yeah, what well, I love that. And it all again comes back to sports. And like you, we mentioned at the beginning about having that coaching attitude. And what I, I love as well is from fighting is being able to step down from the coach and become a learner as well. So it's about a lifelong learning. And that's in every element. There's always room to move. There's always room to get better. There's always room to tighten things up that little bit. So be that lifelong learner. Even though you may have your black belt, you want to get to the black belt, Dan 1, Dan 2, Dan 3, all the way up. And even when you're at the pinnacle, there's still room to move. So be a lifelong learner. Constantly be that athlete that wants to get that one step ahead. Keep moving forward and keep moving upward as well. So that it's simple. And I know it goes back to what we did mention earlier, but that's just the importance of it, being a lifelong learner. We don't know everything. If we had 10 lives to live, we still wouldn't know everything. And that's a great place to be. Yeah, that's right. And I can attest to that. Uh, I learned a lot. From David Lindsay today, and don't miss this, turned 57 today. So I'm still learning, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. So, uh, David Lindsay, I am so grateful that you have been on the Build a Vibrant Culture podcast. And what we need in our organizations is five steps to improve vitality. We need to be snapping into action, napping for peak performance. We need to be tapping, knowing that like a failure is okay. Uh, clapping and celebrating and recapping what just happened around here because we're all moving too fast. Uh, and that will help us reduce our stress as well as living our lives with power, passion, and purpose. David, how can people find you if they want you to speak at like a big event, if they want you to come in and coach or come in and help their people? How do they find you? Certainly the best place really is LinkedIn. I'm quite active on LinkedIn, but also feel free to email me at David at davidlindsay.com.au. And I'll be heading over to the States in November to talk at a um, B University Summit where it's all about mental health. But yeah, I'm looking at getting a speaking tour over there next year as well. So feel free to reach out. I love helping as many people as possible to help raise their energy, raise their vitality, and everything flows off the back of that. So yeah, email me. Give me a message on LinkedIn and I'm more than happy to connect with everyone out there. Oh, that's fantastic. David, I am so grateful for you. Where where is this conference going to be? What what city? What town? What state? So it's in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh. When are you going? November? So it's the first week in November. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Because you know what temperature it is on August 17th in Phoenix, Arizona? Warm, quite warm, I'm guessing. 112 probably. In November, it might be a nice 77 degrees. So you are, you have you have timed it perfectly. Yeah, you've timed it perfectly. That's awesome. All right. Well, David, if you get over to the North Carolina, the East Coast of the country, and you don't look me up, you're in big trouble. Bring the baby, bring the wife, come at the house and we'll ha- we'll break bread. We'll eat something. I bet you, you eat really healthy. I'll make sure there's some protein and a vegetable for you. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds fantastic. I'll, I'll hold you to that. Okay. All right, everybody. That has been another episode of Build a Vibrant Culture podcast. I've had the amazingly uh, vitality full David Lindsay on the show. Again, you can find him on LinkedIn, David, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. And here's what he would like you to do and what I am 
you know, for my birthday, would you go down and click the like button and leave a little comment, right? A little nice comment or whatever you want to write. We would like to know how we did today and how to serve you better. Uh, it's my uh, hope that you that all of this will help you build a vibrant culture. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Ready to build your vibrant culture? Bring Nicole Greer to speak to your leadership team, conference, or organization to help them with her strategies, systems, and smarts to increase clarity, accountability, energy, and results. Your organization will get lit from within. Email Nicole at NicoleGreer.com. And be sure to check out Nicole's TEDx talk at NicoleGreer.com.